know the vibes. Ah, we in the building, we in the building. <laughs> Live and direct coming at you from San Francisco, California. Home of game one and two of the NBA Finals. BJ's in the building. You guys asked for in-person podcasting. Here we are. BJ, how you feeling? How's your journey? Man, it's good. It's great to be here with my main man, my main man, Momusi. Now, I am the vibe. I am the vibe. He's passing the vibes, and I'm going to pass it back. So it's great to be here. Just came in, but I should be official. I got to be official. Welcome to the States. Welcome to San Francisco, a beautiful city uh, here in the United States. So welcome. We'll get some good food. I'll be, guys will be happy to know. I'm going to take care of Mo while he's here. He'll be eating well, and uh, we'll have some uh, great basketball. So, uh, no, this is great. Yes, well, you know, speaking of this, it is your former home. Yes. You did play here. Yep, lived here. fond memories in particular of living and playing in San Francisco for the Warriors? You know, I always say it would be unfair if you lived here in San Francisco and you won. And Steph Curry and company, they're living out the dream because they are the best of the best. And this is a great city, great fan base, a beautiful place. If you visit the United States without question, this should be San Francisco should be in your top five places to visit while you're here. It's a beautiful place, great food, great culture great people so uh and it's just wine country i can go on and on about living in the bay area i know well, we're here for the basketball oh okay the basketball. The basketball right hey. so i went to the shoot around this morning I went to team practice saw the warriors saw the celtics caught up with a few of the players it was good everyone seemed relaxed the warriors in particular very relaxed they right. were there laughing joking steve kerr didn't even get up off the bench for the whole of shoot around he was just sat there he was just We've been here before. We know what it is. He was right. there with Bob Myers. Warriors, very relaxed, laughing, joking. The Celtics, to be fair, were very similar. They had a great little shooting competition going on, the bench versus the starting unit, and, and they were going back and forth shooting the ball. But here's a few things that stood out to me. The first one, Rob Williams. Now, I was a little concerned because he came in wearing street clothes. Right. So I was like, if he's not even, everyone else was in their practice gear. So I was like, if he's not even in uniform to play practice, how's he going to play in game one? But then luckily he went and got changed. And I was like, Phew. but he was kind of, he wasn't running fluidly. Now, I only saw the first 20 minutes of that shoot. Okay. I didn't see the full practice, so I don't know his actual status. But from what I did see, he wasn't running too smoothly. Now, okay. if, this is a big hypothetical, but if his knee is playing up and he misses game one or plays limited minutes like we saw, against Miami, how much of an impact is that going to have on the Celtics? Well, I, th- I think it's going to have an impact because he does provide rim protection. He does provide the verticality, playing the vertical game when, you know, they get into rotations. And Rob Williams, we know he's one of the best finishers in the NBA above the rim. However, I think they probably will elect to go small to match up with their speed because the Golden State Warriors – I would assume, as I was thinking about it today on the way coming, I was like, they're probably going to want to at least speed up the game and not face the uh, the Boston Celtics in a half court with a set defense. So, you know, I, I think you got to kind of let the game kind of dictate how it's going to be played. But, you know, you're going to need availability. So I, I expect Rob Williams to play. I expect Coach Doka to challenge everyone to lay it out here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I expect so. You know, he always runs kind of funky to me anyway. You know, he has a little 
has a little funky run anyway. So, but I expect, you know, he'll figure out how to give me seven, eight minutes a half, you yep. know. And if he can give you 15, 20 minutes, I think, you know, and, and knowing probably Steve Kerr and company, they're probably going to want to keep him off the floor because he, he, he could really affect the game. He could impact the game. So I spoke to Kavon Looney about exactly this. I said, right. Loon, first of all, I need to know which nickname is your favorite. I don't know if you saw online. So you ain't really on the timeline like that. Yeah, During I, that Western Conference Finals when Looney was having these monster rebounding games, these monster games, there were a lot of nicknames that went around for him. Kavon Abdul-Jabbar, Hakeem Looney one. I asked him, yo, what was your favorite? Do you guess what his favorite was? What's that? Which, which, which famous big man from the history of the game? Akim Olajuwon? No, Moses Maloon. <laughs> it's too much time. People have too much time. Right, People it, have but, too much time. But I did speak to him about basketball properly, and I asked how he's preparing to go up against the Celtics front line because it's a double big. You know, they played Denver. Jokic is really right. the only big. They played against uh, Memphis, and Stephen Adams barely played in the series. That's right. So they didn't really have the traditional big. Mm-hmm. They had Jaron Jackson Jr. who's kind of a hybrid big that shoots right. threes. Now that then they faced the Dallas Mavericks, who didn't really play a big. They played Maxi Kleber, who shoots threes. Dwight Powell only got about 10, 15 minutes. So I asked him how he's preparing. He gave the answer of, you know, just got to be physical. But he did emphasize the lob threat of Rob Williams as right. being something. So playing against a team that has a player in the dunker spot that can throw down those lobs tactically, what do you look to do to try and prevent those easy attempts at the basket from Rob Williams? Well, you know, first of all, you have to have size. You have to have size, and you have to meet the you have to meet the athleticism, because you know when you play vertical basketball, there's only so much that a six three six four guard can do. So if the Warriors elect to go small, and you know Rob Williams is able to figure out how to play and play for extended minutes during that that time, suddenly that's going to be a problem. Now that's going to put Coach Kerr. Coach Kerr is going to have to make a decision. If he plays small, and if they throw it up there, there's nothing Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, and these guys can do. So it's going to provide problems. So that's why I think they're going to have to speed up the game to force them to, you know, to play small as well. I think Al Horford is very capable, and he's strong enough to play against a Draymond. It's going to be interesting to see how they guard Draymond. Why do I say that? It's because a lot of teams elect to play against him with bigs and allow him to really pick you apart. I would be I would be shocked if I think Boston what they're going to do is I think they're going to pressure him. Okay. But when he's got the ball in his When hands. he has the ball. I think they're going to guard him like a guard to so he won't be able to dictate and just pass the ball freely. So I was thinking about this and I think if you're guarding the Golden State Warriors and you're Boston, you want to put a smaller player on Draymond Green. The reason being, the Steph Curry-Draymond Green pick and roll is such a big part of the offense, you want to be able to just switch it. You want to be able to just switch it with no hesitation. So that's where teams get caught up, is they try to fight through the screen and then Draymond re-screens. And if you yeah, can just switch that either way, so if you have a quicker player, Jaden Brown, for example... I don't think you should switch it. See, well, I, 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 I know... Here's where I again, but I, I'm I'm going to go back to what I what what. There's multiple ways to defend screen roll. Yes. For what going under is not one of them. Okay, them. Let's, you let's you yeah okay. okay. But what most teams 
have done, the majority of the teams now, everyone just switches automatically. They'll yeah. just switch, right? If two guys come together, you just switch. There's no more fighting over the screens. But Golden State, in the last series versus Luka, they elected to show and do what's called, a, you know, most teams used to do this. They would do a one-man remove, right? Why they call it one man? Because the only guy they have to go under to collect the guy on the other side is the guy who is setting the screen. So what Steph Curry did was he would hold his guy on the hip, which the referee calls, and then he shows hard so that the guy has to go around, and then you would go one under to, re, to collect him on the other side. I think, the, I think the Boston Celtics will elect to do one of the following. Go one man remove with a chase over the top, or better yet, which to me is the obvious if you're playing against Steph Curry, is you just trap him. Every time. Such a good passer now, though. Okay, it trap him, get it back to Draymond, and let's and let's play out of it. Okay, and just challenge Draymond to shoot rather than d- make d- play. D- hey, I gotta live with something. Again, you know my theory, yeah, Mo. Yeah, you got to take away something. Yeah. I know Steph Curry mm-hmm. can crush me. <laughs> <laughs> that I know. I know if I come get Draymond and leave Clay Thompson in the corner, bucket. Yep. If I leave Jordan Poole, bucket. Okay. Draymond, if Draymond scores 25, 30 points with a contested shot, I got to take away something, and I got to give away, give something, because yeah. Steph Curry is going to demand here. Now, I think that would be – I can always adjust. But what I can't do, if Steph Curry gets to get 40, then yeah. Draymond gets 8, 8, yeah. and 10, now they're playing. That's Warriors basketball. So – it's going to be interesting to see how they do it. I think Draymond probably will do the same thing to Al Horford. I think he's going to probably yeah. pressure him. Cause well, I was thinking about this. In the math series, Draymond guarded Jalen Brunson. Do right. you think Draymond will guard Jalen Brown? And I, I don't. I, and help I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I don't think so, and here's why. You know, I, I love just talking to coaches. Yeah. Uh, you know, not as much as I love talking to you, Mo, but I love talking <laughs> to a lot of coaches. I mean, I was asking the coaches, like, what do you think, how this has been played? And, you know, I just always like to watch the game from the defensive side. And all of the coaches have said the following. If you're going to play against a great defensive player, you have to attack that defensive player and allow him to be – you have to force him to be in the play. And you want him to pick up fouls too. Yes. So if Jalen Brown is guarding – if if Draymond is guarding Jalen, I expect Jalen to go right at him. Yeah. The one thing I didn't expect was when Draymond guarded Jalen Brunson, they were putting him on the weak side. Yeah, he was just stood still. And I didn't – because that's where Draymond really – Draymond, he picks players. You don't players. want to let him help. You don't want to let him help, and you don't want him to be able to roam. So if he does guard Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, I expect – them to keep them on the strong side, to keep them active so that they can open up the dunker spot. They can open up their weak side offense and do things. Easier said than done. So if we're going to go through the matchups now, right? if you're looking at it from the Golden State Warriors perspective, who's guarding Jason Tatum? You giving that to Wiggins? I think you got to give it to Wiggins. He's done a great job. I think you got to give it to Wiggins. Who's guarding Jalen Brown? I think you probably got to go Clay. Okay, and you're going to trust Clay because I, I don't. Th- this is why I'm because we've not seen Clay tested because because Clay's 
Clay's asked them. He said to the coaching staff, he said, give me the assignments like he used to. Give me the best, give me the John Morantz, give me the whoever you want. But we've not actually seen them give him the I've assignments. said all along, Mo, both teams are going to provide problems for the other. Mm. I can't wait to see because I want to see how they're going to do it. Now, maybe they go a little zone. Yeah. You know, when Jordan Poole comes in and playing with Steph Curry, they're still going to be small. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, the, if these guys play 35, 40 minutes, which I clearly expect everyone to play over 40 minutes, 48 if necessary. Yeah. I got to give the wing an advantage to the Celtics. I mean, okay, Marcus Smart may not be tall, but he's bigger than so all their guards. You're going to guard Marcus with Steph. And I think Marcus – I, I, okay, I don't. I, okay, you want to run to? What are you going to do? Switch it? Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't know. So, I just so want to. The play the Celtics love running is the Tatum and Smart pick and roll I, with Smart as the screener. That's what I'm which saying. Is I, they, they get Steph on Tatum. But what the Warriors did when the Mavs tried to do that, they hedged hard and let Steph try and recover. Right. So they got to give the hedge and then quickly try and go and recover. So it's going to be imperative on Tatum that his passing ability is going to be leaned on heavily in this series. Like, I want to see Jason Tatum put up eight, nine assists in a game, every game they play this oh, yeah. series. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I don't know how they're going to oh, do oh, it. Hockey assists. You know right. I think it's the pass this, that leads to the pass. Steve Kerr has some decisions to make. It's, inter- it's, it's going to be imperative for the Celtics to not turn the ball over because I think the Golden State Warriors, they – are magnificent in transition. Yeah. And I think they will take advantage of every opportunity that the Celtics, you know, if they turn the ball over. Just while we're here, are you guarding Horford with Draymond or with Looney? Because Horford and Rob Will, which ones are you giving which? Because Horford posts up a little bit more. We don't see him do it a lot, but we have seen the Celtics give him the ball on the block on occasions. Looney's obviously a bit of a bigger body. Draymond's more than capable as a defender, but which way round are you giving those matchups? I, it isn't it, to me. I, I think everyone's got to be. This is why the Celtics. <laughs> to me, the Celtics are a problem. Yeah. Because if you keep Draymond on Williams, okay, who's going to rotate to him? Now you got a guard. Okay, yep. if you put him on Al. Al is a very capable three-point shooter. Yep. For, especially from the corners. Yep. Al can play physical in the post <laughs> if he need be. Al has a one dribble and dunk like we saw against Giannis. I don't know how he's got left. He's I don't know how he's got left, but, he, but he's shown it, so yep. we know it's there. Yep. I don't know how, how you know how active it is, but it, it's there. I think you, you gotta you gotta you gotta be honest with him. Yep. I, you can't just roam off of him. You can't just leave the other, the other kid off of the, in the dunker spot. And then if you put Draymond on the on the wings, now he's involved. So again, Mo, I just think it's a lot of it's a look. Yeah. It's, no, it's, no, it's, it's it, problem. Pick it's, your poison. Yeah, it's pick, pick your poison. poison. So, I, so if we look at it the other way, though, if we look at it the other way, and we say. If you're the Warriors, who you got in the Celtics? Uh, the, if you're the <clears throat> Celtics, sorry, who you got in the Warriors with? Have I said it the wrong way around? Yeah, well, yeah. The question so is, who's the Celtics? I think Curry? Marcus Smart 
guard stuff. He's done a great job on him throughout his career. I think Marcus Smart guards stuff. But that's only in the regular season. I think he, I think he guards stuff. Yeah. Clay? Clay, um, I'm going to put Tatum. I'm going to put, uh, not, not Tatum, um, Jalen Brown on him. Uh, Tatum on Wiggins. Al on uh, Draymond. And the Time Lord on Kevon Looney. Or Grant Williams. It, it doesn't that, – that, that, that's, that's – am, am I crazy for thinking, like, I'll put the time board on Draymond because Draymond's such a good passer, you want to have that wingspan and that length trying to block out some of those passing lanes. Right? No, I, I want I want Tom Lord to be able to block the shots. I don't want. I want him to be. Okay. I want him to. Okay. I want I want to rotate to Kevon Looney because Kevon Looney can't play vertical basketball. Okay. okay. I, that, that, I want Al on the perimeter. And if Kevon, if because Al and, and Al can float. Now I like Grant Williams. I like Grant Williams on Draymond. Mm-hmm. And then you could put Al there. See, I, th- yeah. I think he, they have options. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I think I'd rather have Tatum on Clay and Jalen Brown on Wiggins because, for me, Tatum's a better off-ball defender. Sometimes I see Jalen Brown get lost off the ball. And when you look at Clay's movement, and I'm more worried about Clay getting open for a corner three than I am about Andrew Wiggins. I'll take my chances with Andrew Wiggins getting open for three rather than Clay Thompson. So maybe I'll switch those two around a little bit. Yeah, I, I just don't, I don't want Jason Clay has been here, Clay is going to have a heat check. Yeah. And if he catches fire, I don't want that to be a distraction for... for I hear it. I, I hear don't want it. that to be a distraction. Yeah. Wiggins, if he has 20 points, that's a good game. If Wiggins gets 30 points, you're going, wow. Right? Which yeah. I don't think... Right. If, you would, if he gets 30 points, he's getting the finals MVP. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So... But Clay is very capable of getting 30 very quickly. And I don't want my best player to be occupied with that responsibility. Okay. You don't. I just don't want to occupy with it. He's got to take it during is, some course of the game. Is that more of you don't want him to have the defensive strain on his body of having to navigate those screen shapes? Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to need him. I need him 40 minutes. side of the game. Yeah. Where it's if Clay's just dropped three threes in a row on him. It's going to throw him off. Is it? Yeah. Which, I, which side of the game? Well, I just don't. Clay is going to have a heat check. Clay is going to find out whether he's hot or not. Yeah. Well, he's spending all the Sky Sports puns. You got yeah, the heat check, you got the hot knot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whether, I don't, think, I don't think Wiggins, this is Wiggins' first time to the NBA Finals, too, you know? Mm-hmm. So Wiggins is going to have some, you know. He's going to be a little nervous. Okay, he may come out, get some early. He might want to try to get him off early. But I have no doubt that Clay is going <laughs> to – Clay is going to – There's going to be one game in the series where I feel like Clay's just going to go nuclear. Yeah, and I, I'd rather have Jalen chasing him, staying at home, because everyone else is going to have to help. You know, I can switch off every other, every other player except Steph Curry. BJ, what's the X factor in this series for you? What's the one player or the one thing you're looking out for that's going to be the difference between the X Factor for Boston and the X Factor for Golden State? So what's, what's going to be the X Factor for Boston if they want to win the series? Well, Golden State is excellent off of turnovers. I think the Boston Celtics, especially here on the road, are going to have to play and keep their turnovers to a minimum because the Golden State Warriors are fabulous 
they can overwhelm you with threes. Yeah. They can just overwhelm you. I mean, they it's have like the Miami Heat are better. Yeah. Yeah, they can overwhelm you. They're 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 better. They're just as good or better on defense than the than the Heat. The difference is they have capable shooters at multiple positions. So now these transitions or these turnovers, you know, it's the two or the three you didn't get and the three they get. So that's like a five or six point turnaround every single time, mm-hmm. especially when you have careless turnovers. So they have to keep their turnovers to a minimum. The player I, I'm saying got to play at an elite level is Marcus Smart. Yeah, he's going to play the best defense of his life, the defense player of the year. Well, yes, he does. I mean, he's got – listen, Steph Curry is going to get it going. Okay, you can be the greatest defense. You could have one game where you just shut him down. I'm not saying every game, but you could have one game where you make well, him really Well, the, the team is going to have to shut him down. Yeah. Okay. The team, the, but you, when you guard – Steph Curry is a flawless player offensively. Why? Because he has phenomenal fundamentals, and you're going to make a mistake, right? If you trail, he can still split. If you go under, he can step – he's – now, if he misses the shot, he misses the shot. That's not good defense. He just missed the shot. Yeah. Okay. Where Marcus is going to have to be elite is he's going to have to be aggressive on the offensive end. His best defense is going to be his offense. Yeah. Okay. If you, he's going to have to go at step. Every, every finals that they've lost – the other guard has been incredibly aggressive. I mean, the, the one finals. <laughs> well, they've lost two finals. Yeah, but but that that Raptors won. Not not. Fred Van Fleet and Kyle Lowry were terrific in that series. Okay, but Clay and KD stay on the court, then they win the series. Yeah, I'm saying. I just but say I what the, the 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 Kyle guards have man. to be Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Fleet. They were incredibly aggressive and they made shots. And then Kyrie for the because you can't you can't let Steph Curry float on the defensive end. Mm. He but, but here's the thing though is every every team has this plan plan of we're gonna go at Steph, and it just never works. Like you got to think about how well, many not teams enough have team, this plan. Yeah, well, not enough teams have the capability to do it. Everyone like everyone knows what to do, but do you have the talent to do it? This is one thing I just want to say on that. Is one thing I like for the Warriors is the depth. Because I'm thinking about if I was trying to cut Steph, I'd have a guy in there picking him up full court. But the Celtics don't really have the depth to do that. Okay, maybe you'll get maybe you'll get ten minutes of Peyton Pritchard um, coming in or, or whatever it's. But this is one thing that worries me for the Warriors is they've got depth. They can put in guys Otto Porter Jr., Iguodala was looking healthy today, Moses Moody, Kaminga, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They've got guys that they can just pester Tatum and Brown throughout the whole game, throw them off their rhythm. How deep do you see the benches going for either team in this series? There's seven. I see seven guys. On both teams? Yeah. I, I see six or seven guys that these, that these coaches are going to trust. Now, if they can find spot minutes for Dollar, yes. Otto Porter, yes. But in this series, the, these players, these starters, are going to have to play 40 minutes plus. Yeah. No doubt about it. They're going to have to play 40 minutes. Now, if you get an unexpected, like I'm always looking for, where's the help? Is is Derek White's gonna come in? Yeah, or, yeah. I mean, Kuminga's Kuminga's come, come in, in. Or, or something. Yeah, Found gold. You, you yeah, you can get 15, 18 minutes from a guy. Yeah, God bless. Yes. You know what I mean. But 
I'm not counting on that. I know I'm going to I'm going to live with Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to live with Klay Thompson, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and then we're going to figure out. But I think the key going back to this, I just want to make sure we make this. Um, Marcus Smart has to be incredibly yeah. aggressive. And the key for the Warriors? The key for the Warriors, I think they got to get some contribution from a big. I think Kaminga is a, is a guy that you probably are going to have to figure out how to play in this series. Because the, because the Boston Celtics, they play center with three players. If Draymond gets in foul trouble... Kevon Looney, you know, I'm not sure is he, if he's athletic enough to be able to withstand those, uh, those other guys. Okay, so I think Kaminga will have to find a way. They don't, that, this is the one thing that James Wiseman would feel like. Yeah, they, and, and they, Otto they Porter really is, I don't know if, that, you know. He's, refusing to go get it on the trade deadline might come back to, to bite them. Because even Otto Porter, he's not going to. Match up with the Rob Williams coming out of the sky. So yeah, so I hear, I hear yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm just, but again, yeah. this is until you see it. You know, yeah, you got to so. see it. Otto Porter, these Otto Porter, Andre Iguodala, and these guys aren't big enough to so, me. So, to yeah. be, for, for me, the, the X factor for Boston is the health of Rob Williams' knee. If that stays healthy and he's going to give you 20 plus minutes, that helps. If you can't, they're in trouble. Well, this guy was playing every other day in the last series. Yeah. Now nah, he's had what three, four days off now. Oh man, he's young. He's twenty. Oh man, this guy—he's ready to go. He's—he's he's ready okay. to play eighty-two right now. <laughs> okay, okay. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Then, for me, the X factor for the Golden State Warriors, I think it's Clay Thompson holding up on the defensive end because we haven't seen him be tested in that way. So we're gonna have to wait to see. But people at home are gonna see us live and direct on Sky Sports tomorrow night from the arena. Ooh. Yeah, we're gonna be in the building, Chase Center live. NBA Finals game one. PJ, I know you don't do the predictions because you want to see the game before you do a prediction, which makes no logical sense because once the game starts, right. it's no longer a prediction. But who do you think wins game one? I think the pressure is on Golden State to win oh, game one. I, I think the Warriors understand how to win in the NBA Finals. I think they are, I think they understand that they have to win game 1. Yeah, cuz if they don't, you know, uh, I, because th- this this Celtic team really concerns me. Mm. Because they don't panic. They don't panic. They play better when they're down. <laughs> this <laughs> In is a weird way. So they play better when they're down. You want to get game 1 under the wraps, right? You want to get all the nervousness out kind of see what the other team is going to try to do. Because what you don't want is you don't want to give this young Boston Celtic team any any confidence to come. You out don't want any world. confidence because I've not actually heard anyone, aside from me, maybe yourself, and maybe other Boston fans. I've not heard anyone say that the Celtics can do it. I've heard everyone. I know the stats say the Celtics should do it, but everyone's saying the Warriors can take this. I, I, I they're the champ. They. I think Warriors defend home court in their first two. They they should, but I'm telling you right now. You know this is the game. You know I'm I'm, t- I'm telling you, this this is going to be fascinating because. You know it's everyone's going to try to impose their will on this game. I think Coach Doka is saying, 
if we can do the following, if we can be more physical than them, they're, Golden State's not a big team. No. Outside of Draymond, I don't know where the physicality Dray- is going to come from. Draymond's not big. He's 6'6". Okay. So I don't think Al and these guys, I think they are physical enough to play with that level of physicality. Yeah. Okay. Provided the game is going to be played, I think they match up extremely well. And now it's just a matter of can the Warriors play small enough and fast enough to get the Celtics out of who they are? And can the Celtics and Marcus Smart, that's why I say Marcus Smart is important. Marcus Smart has to control the tempo and be ultra-aggressive by also making sure that his best players, those other guys, get involved in the game. He's got to play a flawless series because they're going to need him. I don't see another player outside of Marcus Smart that can actually control the tempo. Yep. He's and if be he can, general. if he can control the tempo, because that's going to be important to controlling and, and imposing the will on the game. If they can do those things, Mo, I, I think they have a fabulous chance because they can score. They they can score the basketball. Yeah, we, we have seen the offense grind to a halt at points right. throughout various series. But I think having been through the trenches in those seven game battles with Milwaukee and Miami, maybe they know a little bit better now. So right. not turn the ball. At least I'm hoping they do. But we're going to be back 24 hours from now breaking down game one. So <sighs> you guys at home, it's going to be out every morning, 7 a.m. UK time. We're here. Uh, I'm we're here with my man Mo. Come check us out. YouTube. Come <laughs> check us out. Moving on Sky Sports, JD Dyer is going to be there hosting as well. You got a nice little sell. JD, what's here. good? What's good? JD behind the scenes, <laughs> yeah. man. Let's yeah, make sure you guys subscribe. We're going to be here every day. We're going to give them episodes on weekends, BJ. Every day. We got to. We got to get the people what they want. a week to seven a week. All right. All right. Let's get it. Anyway, you guys, make sure at home, subscribe to the YouTube, because now we're coming at you in video. Make sure you subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you may be. Leave a five-star rating and a review if you so choose. And we're going to be here after game one tomorrow, reviewing all the action. BJ, it's been good to have you here. It's good. We're calm right now. But I guarantee you something's going to happen that's going to have us, you know, you know, rocking and rolling tomorrow. So you definitely don't want to miss that. Oh, that's big facts. Make sure you stay tuned. And most importantly, get buckets. <laughs>